us. So if the guys are listening, you know what? Set the tone and take the lead and be direct and be, be pre- in presence where you're at up front. Dear Men, Back by Popular Demand is Guy Talk. <laughs> not not quite all of the hollers of Girl Talk, but that's okay. You guys get a pass. Um, really <laughs> excited to have you. Um, we don't always double up like this and do a Girl Talk and a Guy Talk on the same topic, but I feel like casual sex is one of those topics that has so many things to discuss that I really wanted the male perspective. So I appreciate you guys being here and being willing to share your stories. All right. So, um, we're going to start out like normal. So we'll just go around and, um, say your name or whatever name you want to be called for this podcast and, um, your rough age and your relationship status, starting with you. Hi, I'm Cullen. Uh, I just turned 27 last Tuesday. Hey, Um, and I'm like, I'm, like, single-ish these days. I'm a little less single than I was the last time I was on the show. Like, scale of 1 to 10, how single are you? Uh, Zero is, like, totally single, and 10 is, like, totally taken. Mm, I'd say I'm, like, right at a 5, five. but okay. I have one foot closer to a 10. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 5 with... Okay, got it. I'm like, so you're more I'm, like a 7 and a half. I'm like, a, I'm, like, 5, but there's a draft, and I'm, like, <laughs> the wind is pushing me towards a 10. Okay. But it's not quite over the 5 yet. Got it. All right. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. I'm David, and I'm 49, and like Colin, I, I, when last time we did this, I was very single, and now... Scale I'm, of 1 to 10? I'm single-ish. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> so are you also a 5 on the scale? Yeah, okay. roughly. roughly. Like a five. wet 5. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Ah. All right. Oh, I'm Tom. I, um... Just turned 30 a couple weeks ago. Mazel tov. A lot of birthdays. A lot of fall birthdays. Scorpio season. Scorpio season. Yeah, so I, I put myself at like a three. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> people, but I'm talking to someone that I care about, so. Aw. That's how they that's, get you. That's great. That's how they get you. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Okay, thank you. All right, so, um, yeah, we're going to stick with the same format as we did for Girl Talk. So I would love to hear from you guys about uh, one experience of casual sex not going so well. well. We'll do those stories first, and then we'll do ones where it did go well. So who would like to begin? I could start it. Um, so I actually listened to the Girl Talk that came out last week, so I think I had a little bit more time to prepare for this topic and I had a couple stories prepared on the drive over here and I realized that my experience with casual sex really is more dependent on where I'm at in my journey and I think I can add a lot of light to that situation um we're starting with the bad one right yeah yeah so my bad experiences with casual sex are usually when I'm with a girl and we both find each other mutually attractive like kind of like a tinderish situation yeah. and I feel like we have a one-night stand and it's 
there's like that lack of like personal connection there. And like, I just remember one night I hooked up with a girl and like I spent the night and the next morning we woke up and she was like, yeah, last night was fun. I was like, yeah, last night was fun. And like, we were like, yeah, we should totally like do this again. And it's like, we both were like looking at each other saying this. I was like, we're lying to each other. You're lying to me. I'm lying to you. Like, and I remember I like texted her the next day and I was like, Hey, what's up? And she gave me some like half hearted response. And I was just like, she didn't care. Like, and I didn't really care enough to like, want to like initiate like another date situation to even like go forward and like i realized that in my personal journey like i wasn't really enjoying casual sex anymore like i had finally gotten over my ex and i was like ready for something a little more meaningful interesting so pause there for a second so were you would you say that part of the reason you were doing the casual sex thing was to get over your ex that was okay 100 i'm i'm very I'm not big on, like, strict relationship. Like, I don't need to be in a relationship, but I do like there to be a level of intimacy and connection and trust for me to feel comfortable, like, bearing all with someone. Yeah. And, like, that's, I guess, like, the biggest takeaway from my bad experience Mm. is, like, if there's no connection there, it's, like, it doesn't do it for me. Yeah, because I think that's interesting to, to, like, consider why we even, why we do it. Like, why do we have casual sex? Because it's, like, one of those things that there's so many different reasons. But one of them is that of, like, I'm getting over someone. Yeah. Like, I'm getting over someone by getting under somebody else. Yeah. Like, I feel like (laughs) a lot of people do that because they're like, oh, i got to, like, get back on the horse. Or, like, I've got to, like, you know, prove to myself that there are other people out there. Yeah. But what I'm hearing from you is, like... Did that work? Like, was it satisfying? Did it, did it help? That was the last casual sex experience I had recently where I was like, I'm good on this. Like, I kind of like backed off of Tinder. I backed off of like trying to go out of my way to create these situations. Like, I think the best sex happens organically. And like, I've been seeing someone lately and it's just like crazy. And like, it came organically and it worked naturally. And I like, I like that. Mm-hmm. And like, I think for guys, the hardest part is like, I feel like there's such like the standard where like, we have to be like hooking up with hot chicks all the time to prove our value. And like, we want these crazy stories to tell our friends. But like, I think personally, my biggest lesson is like, it's okay to want something that matters. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. Like you don't have to have sex with every hot girl you meet and have the opportunity to Yeah, like do it because you want to. I think that's a really good point too, because I do think there's a double stand. I think there's still a double standard. Well, there's obviously still a double standard when it comes to sex, but I think this is one of the things we don't talk about, which is like men are supposed to want sex all the time. Men are supposed to want to bang every hot girl that they meet. Like, I don't think that's actually true. I think for a lot of guys, it's not true, but that's like the like standard. Yeah. Like, oh, you're supposed to want to do this. And we never discuss the fact that like, there's a shitload of guys that are like, I don't, I don't actually want to do that. I need more connection to feel safe and to want to have sex yeah. with someone. But we have this like cultural assumption, like guys are DTF all the time. Okay. For sure. Um, and cause I will say in my experience, um, so there, there was first, there was times like when I was really young that casual sex was like the Holy grail, <laughs> <laughs> especially in teens and college, you yeah. know, it's the Holy grail, like casual sex. And I would say that, that, that those early experiences were probably my worst experiences because mm. Um, there was no connection. It was just sex. And it's like, well, even back then, you know, I, you know, I will say that um, as a man, it is one of our most primary needs. Men need sex. Mm-hmm. And um, from that perspective, um, 
Yeah, sometimes if it's casual, it, it is fulfilling one of our needs. Now, as I've grown older, um, I, like Colin, I, I desperate, desperately want that connection. I mean, it's just not as fun anymore. Like, yeah, sex can be, can, can be great, but if the heart connection is not there, like, oh, I'm, like I'm really crazy about this person, it, it leaves me feeling empty. Mm. Yeah. Very, empty is a good word. Very quickly if yeah. I don't feel that connection. And it's really interesting. I, I was uh, watching this movie a while back called Nymphomaniac. I don't know if you've heard of it. Mm. But uh, one of the main messages in the story was the missing part and the key part of sex is love. And it really, it really struck me. That's really true because some of the best ones have been when I felt that, but when I didn't. So, yeah, it's uh, and I, I will say too, like even recently within the last few years, there have been times when I did not want a relationship, but I still wanted to have that kind of connect. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have some connected sex, mm-hmm. and I would presence that up front. Hey, you know what? This is where I'm at. I'm seeing lots of people, and I like you. I would like to connect with you. I would love to be intimate with you. So I would presence that right up front. Mm. So, yeah, and I did that for a while. And, and how was that? It was great. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was it, I, had a, I had a good time, but I knew going in what I wanted. Mm. So I was very clear about what I wanted. But now I, I realize, yeah, you know, as I'm getting older, I want, I, I won't accept anything less because it just feels... A lot of it just feels hollow mm. the day after or a week after whatever. I'm like, yeah, that was fine in the moment. It satisfied a need. But realistically, I want that. I want that. The feeling of that love and connection that comes with that comes with it. Mm. Yeah. 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 So it sounds like for you, a lot of the, the worst, the bad experiences were like college or <laughs> like when you were yeah, a totally. lot younger and you were like, this isn't, yeah. I'm yeah. just sort of doing it because... Right. Everybody else is doing it or just because of hormones or whatever it is, but it wasn't really nourishing. Yes. Or, or even recently, like having that without the connection. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It has also been just, it's not satisfying anymore. Tom, what about you? In terms of what? Like a, like a not so good experience. Um, I mean, I've had plenty, I guess. I guess what happens with me, um, and I know this isn't like typically what you expect from a guy, but like I have a hard time not like getting feelings like once it's more than like a one night stand. Like I don't know, that's that's what I struggle with. So for example, like when that didn't go well is when I was working in Omaha. Um, there's this girl I met and I really liked her. I had no intentions of really ever, you know, having a relationship or anything. We started to up a few times and afterwards I just realized I'm not very good at maintaining, you know, a, a, a casual sex like type of type of relationship. So I guess for me, the, the hardest part is a lot of times I either develop feelings for them or it just isn't fun anymore, and I just I just stop. Like I I'm not very good at you know maintaining that sort of relationship for a long period of time. Yeah, those two things happens. I feel like that's a really good point too. Of like, I think that's another assumption that we have about men is like, oh, they can just have sex and separate it out from feelings and they won't catch feelings because they're male. Like it's so retarded actually. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like I think this is an interesting topic because it sort of exposes a lot of our assumptions. 
on both sides, like about men and about women. Like there's an assumption that women will catch feelings and there's an assumption that men won't catch feelings. And I don't think either of those are true. I think it's way more individual on that scale, you know? I noticed that in the girl talk last week. I catch feelings more often than the the girl that I'm, I'm with. Yeah. Does or would perhaps. So I feel like almost the roles are reversed. Yeah. It kind of sense, I guess, in my past experience. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was going to say, like, going off of what you said about the idea that girls will catch feelings from casual sex and, like, guys won't. Like, I, I caught that from almost every girl that spoke last week is, like, they were in this situation where the guy almost freaked out. Because they were worried that the girl was going to catch feelings and start being clingy. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I almost feel like that's, like, a projection because guys are in the same boat and they're worried that they're going to catch feelings. And it's, like, a hurt-before-you-get-hurt kind of situation. Mm. 100%. Yeah. Also... Like the, oh, go ahead. No, you, you go. Well, I was just going to say where you said the hurt-before-you-get-hurt situation that I found myself in that multiple times where, like, I almost... I have feelings for this girl, but it's... Like, I'd rather just cut off and never talk to her again just so I don't worry about getting her and I don't even consider her feelings or her intentions with it, Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that happens more than it doesn't. <laughs> in the ratio of how often this stuff happens. Yeah. Right. And, and I, that's where I think it's... Where I think it's so important to be clear up front where we're at like hey this is what I'm looking for this is not what I'm looking for I mean the more clear that we actually are I mean I think the better going in yeah mm-hmm. you know, actually presencing hey you know this is where I'm at this is what I'm wanting you know I, I, I really I'm, I'm attracted to you I like you I'm wanting this you know I want to see where this goes or I'm not I'm just wanting you know I mean what's wrong with being direct and clear mm-hmm. right I mean and why can't like a lot of times though with like the casual sex that's not what's involved though like you each are getting you know the physical aspect of it but you don't have to worry about the talking and I mean I'm not saying that's right right like that's part of the casual sex thing is you can kind of take that out of it which isn't necessarily obviously I said what I always works for me or what I want but I, I feel like that's part of it I don't know what your thoughts on that I'd like to add on to that and say that I think that's a great thing to not have those communication or that aspect of communication. But I think the maturity and the self-actualization is that you have to state that before you get into something like that with someone. Sorry, what are we talking about right now? I lost the thread. We're saying that if you're going to have casual sex with someone, it's a good idea to be like, hey, I like you and I'm not really looking for something serious right now. Where are you at? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah. I was just saying that like, cause they were saying like one of the benefits of casual sex is not having to have these like deep emotional conversations with someone. But I think that you do need to state that at the beginning because I've seen people get into these things where it's like, they both have like no idea where it's going to go. And then one person ends up liking the other person. And then it's like heartbreak yeah. where it's like, if you would have stated at the beginning, like this is just casual, this is where it cuts off. And the other person agrees to it. I think that's a healthier way to jump into casual sex. Mm-hmm. So I think casual sex can and is a great thing. Yeah. And, and I agree with you, Tommy, too, because, yeah, there are always situations where um, maybe it's not even stated. It's because it is casual. It's just, uh, you know what, we're just going to go with the flow and so forth. And I mean, yeah, that happens. Of course, that happens all the time. And I will say, too, that. For me personally, 
that has happened. And then, you know, the woman, basically we, we weren't together after that. And she was wondering what the hell happened, you know, and it was, so it wasn't stated. So I think there's something to be said for, I mean, especially as, um, wanting men to be more evolved and growing themselves to actually stay, Hey, you know what, before this happens, you know, I just, just want to check in with you. Where are you at? You know, what are you wanting? You just want to do, are you just wanting to have fun or are you wanting something more? I don't think there's anything wrong with actually just asking that question. Mm -hmm. You can still keep it casual, but Hey, you know, I just want to check in before, you know, rather than just, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, I I totally agree with that. Like, I remember having sex with this guy that I had met when I was out dancing. Like, met him out dancing. We were totally vibing. I took him home. We had sex. And then he asked me on a date, which was really sweet. And we went on the date. And on the way home, like, once he was driving me home, he asked me that. He was like, so what What are you, like, looking for? And, again, like, I have, I feel like a lot of times guys have this assumption that if they ask, like, all these other things are going to happen. Like, she's going to catch feelings. She's going to think he wants something serious. Like, that just by bringing it up, like, there are all these things that are going to happen. I really appreciated it because I was like, thank you for asking that. I feel a lot safer with you as a person doing this casual thing. And I was honest. I was like, I'm not really looking for something serious right now. And um, that was mostly true because of him. Like, I was like, I'm not looking for something serious with this man. So I'm just going to say I'm not looking for something serious. You could argue that that's not totally honest, but the, the impression was the same. Like the the impression was basically like, I'm not looking for something serious. What are you looking for? And then we talked about it and we kept sleeping together for like a a couple months and it was great because it wasn't, it wasn't, he wasn't scared to bring it up. Like he was an actual like man, like he wasn't like kind of like avoiding it, you know? So I totally agree. And I think, and it's one of those conversations that like, if you, you don't have to have it right before you're having sex, you know what I mean? Like you can have sex and have it the next day. You can have it the next time you hang out. Like there's any time you'd be like, Hey, let's just check in. Like, what are you wanting? And what am I wanting? And do they line up? Cause I think a lot of times we're never having that discussion and that's when shit is falling apart. Yeah. Right. And I mean, I have even presence with somebody when I go out with them a couple times or, or whatever that I would presence. It's up front. Hey, I'm not looking for anything serious right now. This is where I'm at in my life. I totally am open to, you know, casual and I've presenced that. And then, you know, if they, if they're open to it or not, I mean, and it's interesting because this did happen uh, with someone and they came back few months later and they're like oh hey you know just check in so So she was a no in the moment but then a few months later she changed her mind yes (laughs) yeah so because I mean maybe her status changed I don't know but I mean realistically her scale her scale went down or up her scale of singlehood like (laughs) right right so yeah but I mean but but just being present with that and just stating it up front, like, hey, you know, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm wanting. I'm putting my cards on the table. Yeah. 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 So I'm being upfront about it. Yeah. And from that place, I mean, it's all game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so this is a good transition to uh, times that it did go well. And cool. it was, like, fun and exciting and, you know, somehow nourishing. 
So who wants to start? I'll dive training? right into that. Colin is on top of it. I want to echo what Mel said about your situation with that person. I had the same exact situation. Um, like right after my last girl, when we split up, it was back in like February. And I met this girl at a party and like we vibed and immediately like we like got right into it. <laughs> and probably like nasty. probably like three or four times the first night. And then like I spent the night and then the next day I was like, hey, what are you looking for? Like I had like the conversation. You led the conversation. I led the conversation. Led the conversation because like, because like my biggest fear is that. I guess I'm always worried that people use sex as a way to get you closer to them and then they hit you with the emotional because mm. I've seen that before. And like, so I always try and state my truth like right away, like, because I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Like, I want to exist in a place with a person where they can exist and we both get what we want and there's no hurt feelings. And like, that's the ideal situation. And she hit me right back with, I'm not looking for anything serious. Like, I'm a workaholic. I work 60 hours a week. I just like a guy to come over and like do me good a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And like you can do your, you can live your life, do your thing. I'll live my life, and we kept it going for like three or four months. And mm. she would just hit me up on a Friday and be like, "Hey, want to come over?" Like, "Oh, I'm busy," or like, "Oh, yeah, I'm on my way." And we we kept that up for like three or four months. It was mm. great. Mm. And you felt connected. Yeah, connected enough, and it was like it was cool because it was like she'd be like, "How's this going in your life?" And I'd be like, "Oh, it's going so and so." And she'd be like, "I'll be like, how's this going?" And we kind of had that relationship, yeah. but we never like jumped into like the boyfriend girlfriend yeah. emotional and it was, I think it was very nourishing for both of us yeah it's interesting um because this is something I've been reflecting on too is for me the the casual sex that has worked out has always ended up being a friend with benefits a genuine friend like yeah. I'm actually friends with you I'm not best friends with you I'm not you know what I mean like you're not my man but like I care about you and your life and you care about me and my life like yeah. we are friends and we have sex. So yeah. I think that's interesting. Like casual sex and friends with benefits are like, like a genuine friend with benefits is a friend. Yeah. They're a friend. They're not just a rando. They're a friend and, and you have sex with them. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one experience that went really well was, um, it was this woman who, um, we had both, uh, known each other from previous, like, masculine feminine practice oh like workshops yeah lots of workshops and we had like been paired up together more than once so i knew who she was and i casually ran into her at a at a party and um so yeah she and i um we had a couple of we had a couple of hookups and i would say what was great about that was first of all the chemistry was amazing but it was also like two practice people coming mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. you know, and actually like, yeah, it, I mean, cause we just knew where, where each other was. And I think she really loved the fact that, uh, I was masculine. I was setting the tone and taking the lead in that. And, um, yeah, I mean, it didn't go very, very far beyond that, but I think it was, it was just kind of understood, um, where we both were at. We had some casual conversation, but we kind of knew where we were both were at in our lives. And yeah, so we were just, the masculine feminine energy was just so polarized between us that it just worked. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, I knew going in that probably this isn't going to go very far. I mean, but realistically she probably did too, but, um, but it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was great. Oh my god, <laughs> Tom. 
Yeah, I um, I guess the one where it went well is uh, it's a girl I used to know that uh, up in Minnesota, and she she had a kid, and so at the time it was kind of like clear from the get go that she didn't want a relationship. I didn't necessarily want to jump into a, like pre made family at the time and things like that, and so. I, we didn't really talk about it as you guys kind of discussed that that went positive for you guys before it was kind of like understood that like this you know she, i knew what she was looking for and she knew what i was looking for and it's just kind of where we were at and then uh, along with that is i kind of feel like how well i do with it and, and how okay i am with it is kind of where i'm at in terms of like was i just in a relationship was i like out of it or like you know so if I just broke up with someone, it's a lot easier for me to just have casual sex because I obviously still have feelings for someone, but you know, it's just something for me to do kind of distract me. Whereas like if I haven't dated anyone for a while, it's a lot harder for me to get involved in that with, without getting the feelings and stuff. And so it just, the timing worked out as I just, you know, kind of gotten out of a relationship. I knew that I didn't want to get into one right away. I knew that she, you know, having a kid, she put the kid, you know, first off on the time, which I completely respect. And, so it just worked out well because we didn't have that conversation, but it was kind of easily understood. Yeah. And did you feel like it was similar where like you guys were friends, like you cared about each other's lives and you were having sex or was it mostly just like going oh, at no, it like bunnies? Like okay. if, if she called me and she, her car broke down at 2 a.m. on the, like, in the middle of the night, like I would go pick her up. Like I generally cared about her and I wanted her to be happy. You know, we just knew that we're both looking for different things at this time. And so it's kind of, like I said, we didn't really have that conversation, but we essentially knew what our answers were to those questions. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Like to think about, you know, casual sex or friends with benefits, um, as like a relationship that's outside of the parameters of a traditional relationship, because I think in our culture, like we really don't have, like vocabulary around it. Like we, it's sort of, it's very binary. It's like either you're in a relationship and your boyfriend, girlfriend or married, or like you're not. And there's no, like, you know, they say there are what 32 words for um, gender, that there's like a continuum of gender, but in the West, we only have male, female. We have nothing else. Like in other cultures, they have words for that. It's sort of the same thing with relationships. Like we don't have any real words for, what we're describing like friends with benefits is like what we're describing here. But when I hear that phrase, like I don't take it very seriously, but when I'm in that situation, I'm like, there's a lot of love here. Like there's a lot of care and respect and like genuine connection that I don't feel like is reflected in the phrase friends with benefits. Like I hear friends with benefits and I think cheap sex, Yeah. but when I'm in a friends with benefits, like relationship, I feel like there's care. Yeah. Like it's like, we don't really have the vocabulary around the stuff we're describing. Like I like Tom, when I imagine that, like there's a lot of love, right? Like you cared for her, she cared for her family, but she also cared for you and you, and you were intimate. Like you there was intimacy there and care and regard and love, but it wasn't like, we're, this is going somewhere. We're going to get married, you know, but like we're, yeah. we're human beings, you know, and like we do need like intimacy and honestly like physical touch like cuddling like if you're not in a relationship like it's hard to get that need met that's like a real thing you know and like casual sex is one of the only places to like have it be expressed and i would imagine like for like 
a mom, I don't know if she's getting divorced or what her situation was, but that's such a gift for her to have you like a solid guy to be having good sex with who actually is like dependable and reliable. Like that's a pretty big yeah. like deal to have in your life just as like a human connection. I, uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was thinking on these terms. What about intimate connection partners? <laughs> yeah, I mean that sounds like a workshop term to me. I'm right. like, okay, right. like right. now I feel like we're like, yeah, at a tantra workshop, right. but yeah, right. yeah. Okay. Were you gonna say something, Tom? Oh no, I was just going on on the thing where, where we were talking about where we mutually cared. Like I remember there was a time when I I lost my job and like I was like, well, I had money to pay for rent for a couple months. I was like, well, shit, what am I gonna do? And I remember, like, I just didn't do anything for a long time. And she she literally took me out to dinner and, like, bought the meal and stuff. She's like, it's going to be okay. And and then, like, she didn't expect anything else other than that. So it was just, like, a good friends. So we generally cared about each other. Yeah. Women are awesome. That's so sweet. Aw. <laughs> right? That's really sweet. Um, does anyone have any other thoughts on the times that it's gone well? Like what the difference has been. Cause one of the things we're pointing to is like, like, okay, for example, one thing I find interesting is, um, how fast you go <laughs> and how serious you get. So I know a lot of girls who are women who, if they really like a guy, they want to go slower. So if they're into him and they see potential, they won't sleep with him on the first date. And I'm just wondering yeah. for guys, like, is it the same? Like if you're like, wow, I really like this girl. Like, I feel like this could be something. Do you tend to take it slower or have you ever done that? Or is it sort of like, oh, I'll figure it out later? Uh, the girl I'm hooking up with right now on our first date, like it was like sparks were like going crazy. And like, I took her mini golfing. And she had like literally just told her friend, like, I hope he takes me mini golfing. It's what I've wanted to do for like years. And it was just like this like God moment where like everything lined up. We ended up back at my place and we were like dry humping. Like it was like about to be... And I just, I felt like the connection I had with her was more than like a one-off thing. And yeah. I remember I like stopped and I looked at her and I was like, would you like to wait? And she looked at me and like this like weight was like off her chest. She's like, I would love to wait. And I was like, I was like, we have our whole lives ahead of us to be having great sex. I was like, let's let tonight be what tonight was and always remember it as a special night. Mm. And like, she literally brought that up. Like the last time I saw her, she was like, I really appreciate that you did that. And, like, I appreciate that I did that, too, because I've noticed, like, not a guy or girl thing. I think there's a level of respect that can be lost if you immediately jump into sex and it's not nourishing in the way that it's supposed to be. Like, mm -hmm. I think there's a level of respect that you lose for each other, mm. potentially, if the situation isn't right. Yeah, that's interesting that you bring up the word respect, because I think that is the game that women are often playing is, is he going to still respect me? Like, and I think that's another double standard thing where I don't think that exists for men. I don't think men are like, is she still going to respect me if I have sex with her right away? Maybe, maybe some guys think that maybe, but I think it's way more common for women. But on the flip side, it's like, is he still going to like me if I don't fuck him? Right. So there's almost like a double bind for a lot of women where it's like, um, I don't necessarily ascribe to this belief system, but I think it's out there in like in the ether of yeah, like, yeah, there's a double line. Like either I say no right now. I'm like, I want to wait. And like, he doesn't like me anymore and I don't get the chance or I say yes. And I, but I don't really want, like, I would prefer to wait. Um, but he'll lose respect for me. So there's like this weird double bind. So I really like that of like the man leading and saying like, would you like to wait? Or even like, 
I would like to wait. Like I definitely, one of my old boyfriends, the first night we got together, he was like, I really like you. Mm. I would like to wait. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's great. Like I, I was just, honestly, I went out that weekend looking for sex. So I was like, I actually thought it was really funny because I was like, with one weekend that, or like this weekend that I got, I'm like, let's bang. And he's like, let's wait. I'm like, okay. (laughs) But I respected that he wanted to do that and that he, and that he said like, I like you, I want to wait. Like I felt like, uh, valued and like there was, and I respected him knowing that about himself that he was like, I would like to be a little more mindful about this and not just do it right away. Cause I think for me, it builds more trust yeah. with the man. Like you said the word respect for me, it's trust. Like it built more trust. And the times that I've waited it, I feel like I have built more trust with that man so that once we do it, it's better. Yeah. So yeah, this just happened, uh, three, four days ago. <laughs> I, had, I was in this position, um, where I was with, uh, with somebody first time I'd met them. And, um, so, I presenced this with her that uh, I'd like, you know, I kind of really like you. I want to see where this goes. I don't want to like just jump in right away. And I've noticed this not just with her, but with other women that they actually get more turned on for me right then and there Um, because I think it, they feel more relaxed. So, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I like to presence that. Because yeah. especially with somebody that I really like, it's like, yeah, you know, cause I want to feel that connection. And for me in the past, it's been the sex came first and then the connection never built up to where I wanted it yeah. to. So I'm really cautious with that because I want to feel that I want to feel that connection and the care for that person along with the sex. So I do notice that when I do presence it, 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 for some reason, they, they relax and they even more turned on and then we have to restrain ourselves even more. <laughs> yeah. Restrain yourselves, but not with actual restraint. Restrain in a different way. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Tom, do you have anything to add? No, I, I kind of just agree with basically everything that we said so far. I, it's an interesting perspective to hear all this and, and I think it's pretty spot on. Yeah. I think it uh, it kind of reminds me of um, preheating an oven, right? Like if you don't if you if you don't preheat the oven and you just go for it, the cake doesn't bake. Yeah, like the like it doesn't bake. But if you wait for it to get hotter, like if you like prolong it, it's then you then then it bakes, and then it's a cake you can like eat. Okay, that wasn't no. Good I, love it. I love it. Can I say one more thing? Have you ever waited and then wish you hadn't? I guess is a question for everyone here. Oh, that's a good question. Mm, no. No. I've never waited and then regretted it, ever. No. no I have I'm a friend that did. There, you know, there's not a wrong <laughs> You have a friend that did? I have a friend that waited. The girl was like, you have to take me on this many dates and blah, blah, blah. And then when he finally had sex with her, I don't think it was that good. And he just kind of felt like, eh, why did I put all that effort into it? Yeah, that doesn't really sound like a genuine connection, though. The, yeah, like, no, the, like they, rules thing of, like, it has to be this many yeah, times yeah. or whatever. It is an interesting question, though. Like, if you get together with someone, like, like the last guy that I dated seriously, I was like, I, I know that I want to wait. Like, I'm, I'm sure I want to wait. I know I want, like, this to build and 
establish trust and stuff. But then there was a the question of like, how long do we wait? Like what, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like What's I was sort of like, I'm going to wait till it feels right. And yeah. we were like feeling it out and it ended up being like about a month, but it's a funny question when there's no like rule, you're just sort of like, I don't know until we feel like it's right. It's right. I don't know. I think every connection's different. I think it's more of a feeling than a rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, yeah, and I mean, if a woman said to me, um, "You have to take me on," this yeah, I don't days, like that. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, I'm gonna set the tone and take the lead. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're right. That kind of fucks Bye, up Felicia. the polarity. Oh yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, that's not that would not. <laughs> Brian's like, that's not gonna work for me. <laughs> no, totally not. Especially, I mean, if I, yeah, because um, yeah, I definitely want to be the one setting the tone and taking the lead in that. And, um, yeah, I think it, 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 it is very much so based on the connection that we have. I mean, there's no, I don't think there's any general rule. I mean, I think um, for me now, though, it's more like a sense of feeling. I mean, am I getting to the love stage? Am I getting to where I care about her that much? Um, that feels more important to me now than mm-hmm. it has in the past, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, I definitely want to. And if, if I know um, the relationship may not go too far, I still want to have a certain kind of connection first. Mm. Yeah. Before that, I just, yeah, just want to just go for it for sure. Yeah. It's, it's important to me. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we're going to start to wrap up. And I'm just wondering um, in terms of having casual sex feel good for both sides. Is there anything that you would want women to know about your side of the equation? Because that's sort of part of the intention of these is like giving men a window into what women are thinking and feeling and then giving women a window into what you guys are thinking and feeling. I'd I'd like to go off of what we kind of talked about earlier when I was speaking about the respect thing. I, I would like to say, like, do not do anything that you do not want to do mm-hmm. out of fear of how the guy will react. And I know that's hard because some guys have made it very hard. And but continue to. Yeah. I would love, like, open honesty. Like, mm-hmm. I would love, like, if, if we get into a situation where it's building up, like, be honest with me. And I will try to be honest with you. Like, part of, like, being a man is, like, controlling the situation and saying, this is how I feel. Like, do you want to wait? Do you want to do this? But, like... Be vocal as well. Like, don't be afraid to speak your truth, Mm. you know? And if you're afraid of a guy, like, not wanting to hang out with you again because you told him you don't want to have sex on the first night, like, fuck that dude. (laughs) Like, he's not someone you want to get into something deeper with. He's obviously an asshole right off the bat. (laughs) Like, be empowered in yourself. Yeah. Be be honest with your truth. Thank you. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say, um, would I ever really want to have sex with somebody who doesn't want to have sex with me? in the moment or at any time. No, I don't, I wouldn't, even if there's any question at all, I would never want to go there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I wanted to make sure that it's mutual and that we definitely want to have sex with each other. So that's part of, you know, the whole check-in thing, you know, like, Hey, you before this escalates, I just want to check in with you. I, I think even in casual sex, I think just a, just a checking in, I think is really important. That way we're both clear, you know, we, we, we both know what we're wanting. And I, and I think too, it, it is definitely, um, advantageous for a guy. Uh, so if the guys are listening, you know, set the tone and take the lead and be direct 
and be be pre- in presence where you're at up front. And because then I think the women are much more relaxed because you've been you've put your cards on the table and they know where you're coming from. Then they can make they can make a decision from that place. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and then as far as me, I just I don't know. I like the the idea of the communication. Like it's okay for a girl to ask, like, what are the intentions? Like, where do we plan to go with this? Versus, you know, just going along with things as as so. Like I respect that so much more. Mm. And so you know, I I feel like it's I'm whether or not this is correct, like, I feel like it's more of, like, the guy's responsibility to kind of, like, set the tone or ask questions and see where everybody's at. But at the same time, like, I would respect it a ton, you know, for, for the girl to reach out and say, like, this is what my expectations are, you know, this is what I'm wanting, and and then just let, let it be known. Yeah. I think you're right about, like, it's not necessarily more of the man's job, but I think my fear in doing that as the woman is he'll think I'm too much or demanding or he'll think that I'm asking for relationship. Like that if I say anything about it in the vicinity of like, Hey, what are you wanting? You know, let me share what I'm wanting. Like I'm afraid he's going to think that I have already caught feelings and I'm like jumping in and I'm like, I'm actually not, I just want to have a conversation, but that's my fear. So that's why I feel safer. And I really like it when the man is the one that brings it up. Um, yeah, just, let's just throw that out there, especially as we're getting to know each other. Because a lot of these conversations are happening before we've really got to know each yeah. other. So a lot of what we're doing is like bringing all of our assumptions about past men or women into it, you know? Yeah. And I think when you do ask that question of the man, you're going to gauge where he's at in his development really damn quick yeah. based on his response. Yeah. Because if he's freaked out or whatever, then he, he, first of all, he doesn't know himself really well or he, or, you know, he just, you just know that he's not where mm-hmm. you want to be. So you're going to get a lot of feedback. Yeah. That's your point. So when you, if, I mean, like if you, if you have any questions, it's a great way to really check out. Test. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Where like he's that. at. So forth, and, yeah. and and then you can decide. Ah, oh, you know, is this a guy that you know has done his work mm-hmm. and really it is really clear or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely. Great. I think that's a good point for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. I think that's a wrap. No, thank you. Any Mel. last thank wisdom? Thank okay. You. Thanks, guys. That wraps up another episode of Dear Men. Thank you for listening. If you want to reach out, we would love to hear from you. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Dear Men Podcast. That's at Dear Men Podcast. Or Facebook, we have a group, Dear Men Podcast. We also have an email address, dearmenpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to join the Big Sexy Dataset, the community of people who regularly respond to the surveys that we talk about on this podcast, just email us at that address, dearmenpodcast at gmail.com, and we will set you up. Have a sexy day.